Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read a page of The Wise Man's Fear and then we talk about it. This is page 951. Here we go. Deal to offer. He was a gemstone in the rough. Not stunning at first glance, but with a great deal of worth beneath the surface. Sim was tender, kind, and attentive as any woman could care for. He made Fella deliriously happy. Sim was a prince. By contrast, what did I have to offer? Nothing really, less now. I was more like a curious stone that is picked up, carried a while, and finally dropped again with the realization that, for all its interesting look, it is nothing more than hardened earth. Master Kilvin, I said, can you think of a metal that will stand hard use for 2,000 years and remain relatively unworn or unblemished? The huge artificer looked up from the brass gear he was inscribing and eyed me standing in the doorway of his office. And what manner of project are you planning now, Relacourt? In the last three months, I'd been trying to create another schema as successful as my bloodless. Partly for the money, but also because I'd learned that Kilvin was much more likely to promote students with three or four impressive schema to their credit. Unfortunately, I had met with a string of failures here too. I'd had more than a dozen clever ideas, none of which had led to a finished design. Most of the ideas were struck down by Kilvin himself. Eight of my clever ideas had already been created, some of them more than a hundred years ago. Five of them, Kilvin informed me, would require the use of runes that were forbidden to Rilar. Three of them were mathematically unsound, and he quickly sketched out how they were doomed to failure, saving me dozens of hours of wasted time. One of my ideas he rejected as utterly inappropriate for a responsible artificer. I argued that a mechanism that would cut the time needed to reload a ballista would help ships defend against piracy. It would help defend towns against attack by V-Sembi raiders. But Kilvin would hear none of it. When his face began to grow dark as a storm cloud, I quickly abandoned my carefully planned arguments. In the end, only two of my ideas were sound, acceptable, and original. But after weeks of work, I was forced to abandon them as well, unable to get them to work. Kilvin set down his stylus and half-inscribed brass gear, turning to face me. I admire a student who thinks in terms of durability, Rilacroth, but a thousand years is a great deal to ask of stone, let alone metal. To say nothing of metal, put to heavy use. That's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. Jeremy's still away. The stuff Quoth says about himself is very sad. In what way? It's a very self-deprecating thing to say about yourself. What do I have to offer? Nothing, really. Oh, I see. So, yeah. Picked up and dropped. I mean... What teenager is not self-deprecating? I mean, I guess so, but he really doesn't seem to think much of himself, at least in terms of, like, partnership material. Well, it's interesting as a contrast to what he thinks of himself in many other facets, right? Like, we we hear him talk about how great he is a couple of times, but here, this is like, this is like the, the whatchamacallit, uh, the category in which he he doesn't have it. I guess so. You know what? He talks about how he's great at stuff, but does he talk about how he's great? Like one oh, thing we haven't ever... Oh, I see the difference. Yeah. Like we haven't ever really dove into this, but like what if Quoth doesn't like himself? Oh, that's so sad. He certainly seems to, right? He has a lot of confidence. He has a lot of pride, but especially after what he's seen himself be capable of, uh, what if he is, you know... What if he feels empty? Like, what if he actually doesn't like himself? There's something to that. And, you know, what if, as a narrator, he's not willing to engage with it? He's not willing to think about it? 
or if he is, he's not willing to share it. That would transition uh, better from current quoth into a uh, coat of the inn. Like that feels like an attitude that would translate between those two characters because sometimes it's hard to see the coat that's in the inn and how they're the same person as the quote in the story. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like that like that little thread is something that could pull through both of those characters pretty seamlessly. Yeah, I think so. Coat being a character who's waiting to die sure doesn't speak to as someone who thinks very much of themselves. Indeed. There's a se- sentence here that's weird to me. Is it is it the same sentence you're in your book? I don't know. Uh, it depends the, on the sentence. One, two. It's the third sentence in the chapter. Sim was tender, kind, and attentive as any woman could care for. Yeah, it's the same in mine. That feels like an awkward sentence to me. That feels like a dangling participle or something. Uh, I don't know enough about proper sentence structure to be able to clarify that, but... I mean, it's a bit weirdly worded, but there's definitely been weirdly worded things in this book, so it doesn't really bother me. Uh, yeah, that strikes me as very weird. Like, I don't. I also don't know enough about the actual rules. Like, I don't know if it is in fact a dangling participle. It just sounds like that might be right, but it strikes me as a very awkward sentence. Sim was tender, kind, as an, and attentive as any woman could care for. Well, based on where the comma is, it'd be. And attentive as anyone as any woman could care for, so that makes sense. Does like it? it? Yeah. So they're tender. Pause. Kind. Pause. And attentive as any woman could care for. Like the woman cares to have that attention. To have someone be attentive to them. It's okay. Maybe it's still an awkward sentence, but I mean, yeah, it's a weird. It's... it's a weird way to write it, but I also feel like books are full of weird sentences <laughs> uh, yeah sometimes more than others but usually it's on purpose when they are yeah uh, i'm reading like book. a different book right now and it's very like uh like the wording is rich it's like when you when you when you open a book and you read it and it's like eating a piece of rich chocolate cake like there's just a lot of fancy words happening at once and you're like woo, <laughs> so fancy <laughs> a little bit much but woo. <laughs> hmm. We've never heard of Vsembi Raiders, I think. Yeah, that feels like something new. Yeah, to me that feels like it's from another book. I almost wonder if that's left over from an early draft or something. Because we haven't heard about them before or since, as far as I know. It's also... I don't know, it feels a little off to me to have Quoth like, trying to defend the idea that a fast-loading ballista uh, doodad is like a defensive... uh, artifact like that's pretty obviously a weapon of war yes but it makes sense that he would attempt to defend that because he's just trying to come up with like different machines and he's come up with a machine and maybe he knows that it would be a weapon of war but he's trying to spin it so that kilvin will let him make it yeah maybe he doesn't care uh yeah i think that certainly he cares less than he should (laughs) Yeah, it's like what he cares about is getting promoted, right? He's not—he's really he not cares about getting promoted, about, and he cares about making stuff. He yeah, cares he's about really not successfully about, making something. Yeah, he's really not thinking about what it is he's making, which is interesting, especially considering how 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 he thought of the bloodless, right? How like carefully and thoughtfully he seemed to think about the use case of the bloodless. He thought about the use case, but like. 
did he think about like we talked about last time how like it would it would change war and like he didn't think about that no no well he you know what he's thinking about um hmm, certainly in terms of the bloodless and arguably in terms of uh his uh his fast loading ballista he's thinking in terms of of travelers like the bloodless is basically meant to defend the rough from uh from the same bandit attacks which actually we didn't talk about and is only just occurring to me now but the oh no wait he hadn't that hadn't happened at the time had it it had not no but i do think that he's thinking of in terms of like travelers on the road um and the ballista thing and that's a stretch ships maybe defending towns maybe how many towns have we seen that have ballista uh, specifically i'm not sure <laughs> i feel like that's not something that's always touched upon i'd be curious to know what the other inventions he was tooling around with were maybe they'll come up later i think the joy of not having it specified is is why it's fun like we as a reader can kind of be like okay what do you think quote would be working on yeah i don't know I'm excited to move on because uh, one of my favorite passages is coming up. Kilvin introduces the the Numenera, the weird artifacts, the, the magic items. Is it from Numenor? No. Is it is a joke? Is Lord of the Rings joke? I know. I only just put mm-hmm. together now that the word Numenera might be influenced from Numenor. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good chat. Yeah, good chat. This was very nice. Yeah. Do we have do we have mail? Did we already read mail? We Am actually we, we don't actually we're we're fresh out. So uh listeners, uh get on that Discord and yeah, uh, say, get them in before letters. we're gone. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll still be around somewhere, but yeah, get them in. Yeah, well, I certainly hope that we're around somewhere and not um dissolving in a large plastic tub of brine? Yeah. Delicious yeah. brine. Have you had a sniff? It's very aromatic. Uh no. <laughs> yeah. It's really Gross. gonna it's gonna season our stews very nicely. <laughs> what do we call it? Uh I should have thought of this. Jimchi? Kim Jeremy? <laughs> Listeners accepting suggestions for what to call our delicious new product. The prize is a uh, <laughs> a taster, a, a free tub of 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 Jeremy or Kim Kimchi Jeremy Kim <laughs> Jeremy preserves Jeremy <laughs> marinade Marinade <laughs> Jeremade marmalade. We'll 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 we'll, we'll, we'll workshop, workshop it. it. <laughs> yeah. All right, listeners, join our workshop on tomorrow's page. Uh, the way.